real productive day, I'm sure. Yeah, I got a lot done. Listening to Talking Trash. Presented by That's Garbage Media. Here are your hosts, Metro, Sig, and Snake. I almost broke my nail doing that. What's up, <laughs> fellas? Cracking a cold one. Yeah, was highly anticipated right there. Talking you trash. Needed, needed another one, huh? Needed one. Episode, what episode is it, Zig? 3-0. It is 3-0. How did I forget that one? 3-0, the big 3-0. Congrats, fellas. Congrats did to Did you us. actually forget, or were you just tossing it up to me? No, I actually, well, I was doing both. Yeah, I was tossing go. it up because I actually did forget. Two birds with one forget. stone. Yeah. Yep. Matchel, you would have got that, right? Yeah, we we discussed that over the weekend, and thanks for having me back. Always have fun when you guys bring me on as a guest. Special guest, Matchel. He's back. Yeah, I'm back. And you're coming in with a vengeance, right? Full notepad. Yep. We're doing full, that. I've got two full notebooks here beside me. Okay. Notebooks, okay. Well, yep. I guess I want to get started by asking, how was your weekend, brothers? Hey, brothers. How was <laughs> your weekend? Uh, I don't know if you saw Zig, but I actually posted a picture on Instagram. That yeah, was, you guys do some bobbing? That was our weekend, pretty much. <laughs> Life pro tip. If you're ever at a lake, just do some bobbing. You don't need any other vessel besides a life jacket. And we had, like, a plethora of options. Well, we didn't have a boat, but had some kayaks, paddle boards. Bobbing was kind of the go-to for Matchel and I. <laughs> sounds Sounds relaxing. Yeah, it actually really was. Yeah, it was pretty pretty nice. Just crack a cold one, <laughs> battle a couple of thunderstorms, you know. Yeah, you know what we figured out, Zig? And this is maybe a life pro tip. Keep your beer up out of the out of the lake water. Cause just like submerging kind of the body of the can. Oh, that'll warm it up. Warms up so fast, man. Yeah. You probably got well. The I hear the temperature of the water up here is around seventy degrees now. It's probably a little bit warmer there. It match well. If that thing wasn't like seventy-eight degrees, then I don't know what to tell you. That thing was warm, don't you think? Yeah, the top three feet were pretty warm. Then it started to get get cold down under that. Yeah, there's no reason to go past three feet. <laughs> well, when you're bobbing, your legs are dangling, yeah. brother. Well, all right. It actually works out pretty great. You just get the cold legs going feels refreshing <laughs> just bob in life we also we wet a few lines zig uh pretty much about as much luck as you would expect not much okay yeah that any, was, any that was snags? garbage uh, no snags at all i caught one fish matro caught about two trees <laughs> i actually i caught well, a log something. as well that's yeah, what you're fishing for right and we had a turtle chasing the worm around for a while but didn't want to hook that thing solid yeah, how was your weekend, brother? Oh, it was a it was a good weekend. Just kind of chillax. I did end up working a little bit yesterday, so Ooh, that's some garbage. Pretty much made made as much money as you guys probably spent on your trip. Oh, don't tell uh, us. Yeah, you probably you probably didn't make as much as we spent. I would bet you. 
How many beers did we figure out we probably bought, Snake? It was over 300, <laughs> which is just, for some reason, wow. necessary. You kill them all? Uh, I have probably 15 beers left here. I think Matchwell might have a handful, too. Yeah, I only brought, like, maybe six with me. Oh. So we almost got there. We uh we shut it down at about two last night. If we would have just stayed up till four, we probably could have got it done. <laughs> yeah, that probably would have made me feel better. What were you? I was talking to Snake a little bit earlier before we started. What were you guys? Uh, what was the beverage of choice? <laughs> I don't know what you're about to answer with Matchwell, but I have a new gold standard. Yeah, I think I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, all day IPA, Zig. Founders. Founders. We yeah. we we had some. Some yak piss. We had some cores and Miller lights flowing, and then uh, I don't know. We we bought like a fifteen pack of all day IPA just kind of to have it, and then after we did that, we just kept going back to the store and getting like multiple cases of it. <laughs> yeah, switching to the yak piss after that was pretty brutal. Yeah, that's a solid uh, solid go to right there. All day, it's in the name. <laughs> that's right, it's in the name. If if you're trying to catch a buzz, it probably gives you a little bit of a head start on those yak pissers. <laughs> and but, uh, uh, I'm coming up on triple digits on Untapped. I was yeah, I was checking in on that. You logged a few this weekend, Matril. Yeah, where'd you log a Matril? Flying Dog. Oh okay. Uh, Do you have so, any updates for us? So you were at a brewery. Um, maybe. Does that mean was there an attempt at the flight? flight challenge i know you've been gearing up for it <laughs> i didn't um, i didn't give zig any prior information i left it pretty vague natural oh boy so be careful here um tell, tell me you went trunk boys no serious attempts at the flight challenge i'll just leave it at that no serious uh, attempts oh. unless you count like 25 minutes a serious attempt you started and were, you were just like <laughs> nah i'm not feeling it today and then milked it for another. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna sell myself out here. Uh, yeah, so I was <laughs> talking quite a bit of smack lately, and I think I'm gonna hang up the uh, hang up the flights. <laughs> I hit. I, I took didn't realize the, that you, you didn't tell me that. I don't know, man. After yesterday, I I took down the first one, and I knew it was just gonna be bad news. So pretty much called it quits after that first one. I mean, he did it, I don't know, at the right pace or whatever. He just, Wait, so am I on, on track with that, that you started off, like, going for a record attempt it. and yes. then just yeah. she just bowed out, like, after the first one? Yeah, well, let's just extrapolate here. So I did. I took down the first one in probably, I don't know, three seconds. So if you just multiply that by five, we're looking at a 15-second flight. So <laughs> new record, <laughs> That's 15 not seconds. how it works, buddy. <laughs> There's like fatigue. Factored in there somewhere. Fatigue. Zig, the 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 lineup we had, the last one was this stout boy, and it was ten. It wasn't even like more than ten. It was ten on the dot. Ten point zero percent. This <laughs> might have been a porter actually, but all I could think about was if he would have ran through the first four, like him trying to take that thing down. I I don't know where that would have went. Chunk boys all over the table. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been bad. But you know, what you would have had another. You would have had another flight. Uh, yeah. No <laughs> thanks. No thanks. We you. ended up drinking a recreational flight after that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So we did. Good we did bruise. punish ourselves with another flight, but 
So wait, Snake, you did you make an attempt at? Yeah, at the fight, I'm guilty as well. I got okay. really kind of turned off when I saw him back away from the table. I couldn't okay. believe it. And here's what we need to talk about. I think what plays a big role into this is that a new record has been sent, and you guys have both seen the video now. Shout out to EB. Let's get that guy on the uh, on the pod here soon. Oh, he's ready for it. Yeah. He wanted to just start. He, fin- he finally deserves it. He earned his spot. He earned his spot. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to him yesterday, actually, and uh, I told him we could we'll shoot for next week to get him on. But he yeah, was, you were uh, talking to him before I just took the phone and hung up. <laughs> oh yeah, Matchell did hang <laughs> up on him. <laughs> but wow, that'll well, really get the guests excited to come on here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's in a way, it's kind of his arch nemesis. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, uh, and he was actually pretty fired up that we told him that we didn't even try the flight challenge, which I, I think it's more that's more accurate than yeah, whatever. But he was mad that we didn't attempt it because he wanted somebody to lose. That was what, that was the quote. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm not mad because I don't, yeah, I don't remember. He was just pissed that uh, nobody attempted and failed. That's solid. I'm also, well, I'm interested to hear EB's remarks, how he did it, how he prepared. I'm also equally interested to see what Kinger has to say. That's now true. That his, I haven't his even thought about was just obliterated. Yeah, I haven't even thought about where Kinger lands on this. I don't know if Kinger knows. <laughs> That's a good point. Zig, you know this what we learned? How he finds out. You know what we learned yesterday, brother? What? Apparently, you know, ghosts, whatever those things are. Yeah. The people at the brewery were calling it Goza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I've, I've definitely... heard people call it Goza's Goz. Um, you, I think he just called it like a goose. I don't know. That's definitely not right. I'm going to start going goose. (laughs) Can I get that goose? Can I get that goose? (laughs) Snake, we had a, we actually had a listener submission too, didn't we? Listener submission this week? Yeah. Just a, just a review from a listener, right? Oh yeah. Should I, should I air that out? It was pretty funny. It is pretty funny. Um, maybe I won't say who it is, but Zig, this is the review from... Oh, wow. you're, you're insane! It says, I hate myself for listening to their stupid podcast so much. It's seriously so dumb, and I don't even like sports. But I, <laughs> but I can't stop listening to the... That is blasphemous! ...episode and crying over how dumb he is on this episode. And then does, like, crying, laughing face. The four corner states are Maine, Washington, Cali, and Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that That was that was an all time. Yes, I think we need to we need to request that she puts that on. um, Blowing his nose. um, That they put that on Apple. Yeah, they're gonna say. Yeah, (laughs) I got a chuckle out of that solely just from. That reminding me that Joe Man guessed those states for the four corners. <laughs> yeah. Pretty unexpected listener there, too. Absolutely. It's good good to hear. All right. But anyway, what are we talking about? Flight Challenge, EB, new record. I don't know. I'll have to check the video again for an official time. But the the unofficial stopwatch time, was it was just north of 20 seconds. I think it was 20.7 or something like that. 
And if we take a look at when he actually finished the last sip, it might even be sub 20. I'll have to take a look. So new time to beat. And sorry, Kinger, if you're just hearing this for the first time. You have some more work to do, I suppose, because <laughs> apparently Matchell is just giving up on ever attempting again. <laughs> well, you know, probably equally impressive. Uh, did you guys see the women's soccer team won the World Cup? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. you said you were watching the game, Snake. Yeah, Matchell, easy money. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I I don't know much about soccer, but going into that, I would you could have had me put like 10 bucks on every single game assuming that like, and I would be assuming that they went to the final. Like I thought, isn't that known that they're just like dominant all across the world? I think this is back to back, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I know that much. I don't know what, what kind of the, uh, the favorite was. It probably was Zig. You're probably right. I just know from a brief conversation with Kinger, he told me, Early on, like after they won that thirteen nothing game, he was like, "Yeah, these girls are they should win the whole thing," which kind of surprised me, but I guess it makes sense now. Have not have not followed a ton before this, to be honest, though. Oh yeah, I mean I don't either. I just the one. I mean I feel like I just recall from four years ago that they were good, so I assume that they were good <laughs> yeah. this time around. The, I spent like 10 minutes a couple weeks ago trying to figure, like, you know how men's soccer, if you're good at men's soccer, you play in, I think, the Premier League. And if you're maybe a step below that, you play MLS. And there's some other good leagues, too. I Googled the question, like, if you're real good at soccer and you're a woman, what do you play in? And there's just not, there's not like a distinct answer. There's not like a well-defined, oh, here's where the best players play. Doesn't that seem pretty odd? Yeah, like definitely I, does. I don't they know. Just don't have a league. I think there's a because they were talking about some of the girls on this team. Like, who the heck does Alex Morgan play for? I th- think she plays for like a like, she, like in the United States leagues. Yeah, I would think so too. But I think she's up in Seattle. Last time I heard something like that. Oh wow, this Portland, would be impressive. Seattle, if Ziggs right. North, Northwest. Current teams, U.S. Women's National Soccer Team, and it also says Orlando Pride, but she was oh. in Portland in 2015. Okay. A few years behind. And Seattle Zach before Thomas. that, dude. Nice. Okay. This is going too long, but I'll just look up real quick. The Portland Thorns FC, they are part of the National Women's Soccer League. So that's what we have over here, I guess. NWSL. Never heard of that in my life. Concur? Concur. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Might have been something else. Oh, I know what we need to talk about. And Yeah. We have the special guest here. Then we Another can finally, update. We can get our questions answered. Macho, we want career stats for the bird shit incident. <laughs> I think I'm up to five, if I remember correctly. So, obviously, we got the three. Remarkable. The three recent ones. I seem to remember a couple incidents from when I was younger. Uh, I think one right on top of the head and one, maybe this is a half as opposed to a full. So maybe we're at four and a half, but I, I seem to remember a time got some bird shit and some yogurt. I was eating. <laughs> that's an all time food to wow, have bird shit land in. Yeah. yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah. Luckily I saw it. Otherwise I probably would have consumed the, <laughs> the bird shit, but yeah, I'm not really sure. Not really sure what's going on. Um, and I got context for us, Ziggy. Remember how we were talking like 
this guy's not really an outdoorsy guy. He's pretty average in that department. So someone at the at the house this weekend is actually like a pretty avid birder. We were me and Matchwell were running some questions by him. He has okay. been pooped on one time <laughs> in years of doing it. Yeah, I don't know. There was something about you, Matchwell. Universe don't is, like it. Universe has got to be telling me something. I don't know. Stay out of the sun. What were we? Was it maybe playing Cards Against Humanity? There was a card about like birds shitting human turds. Yeah, there imagine was. that. Imagine that nightmare. Just a human log just falling right <laughs> on Matchell's head. God, that is the stuff of nightmares. Whew. Yep, there's there's the update. Uh, three three of what I think is five in the last couple of months. Just pretty pretty ridiculous. Um, but you know what? You'll have that. Over, under, one half for the rest of summer, I'm going over. I think you have one more strike left this, this summer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Zig, and I, I have to agree with your comment that, you know, I'm not like an outdoor, outdoorsy kind of guy. I would peg my outdoors activity as, as average. Um, just, I don't know, unlucky. People say that getting shit on by a bird is lucky, but I don't know if I believe that. Well, you must be having something good coming for you this year. Yeah, like five I don't things know. good. Yeah, I, uh, people say that getting shit on by a bird is lucky. They don't say getting shit on three times in two months is lucky. But, but there's also third time's a charm, another popular saying. So combine the two. I okay. like my odds. Things are looking up. Maybe I should play the play the lottery. Yeah, give that a shot, natural. I start dumping all my money into the lottery. That's what they say, buddy. Yep. Uh, enough bird shit talk? You ready to do yeah. this? Yeah, are we ready for some seggies? Let's let's do some seggies. Uh, what are we starting off with, fellas? I think last week we ended up going into flickers. And I know Zig and I both have a flicker, so we could just knock those out real quick. I say we do them. What do you got, Ziggy? Yeah, mine might... I feel like a lot of these end up being... They can double as the dumbest thing you saw. So I'm going to double up on this one. So I saw this, and I'm going to say you might be a flicker if you are driving a sedan and have a four-wheeler strapped to the top of it. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's a key question. Key question. The, the, down the, road. the frame of the four-wheeler or the four-wheeler with wheels, the whole... Four-wheeler with wheels. I will, I will uh, like, little asterisk... It was like a child's size, like not like a, not like one of those big wheels. Like this was an actual, like has a motor in it and everything, but just like a really small one. So it fit, like it fit on the <laughs> roof of the sedan. Um, and it was just kind of ratchet strapped, like through the, you know, through the doors or through the windows, the windows under, yeah. under the hood or under the cab area. So that was, that was quite remarkable. I had to do a double take, triple take on that one. Yeah. I was, my next comment was going to be that there is just no chance it was adequately strapped. Yeah. No one has ever I like, saw, I think I saw like just a, like two straps, like one on the front of it and one on the back and then a bungee cord. Yeah, that, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Some, somebody gave it the old slap and said, that's not going anywhere. So how do you think they got it up there? You think they just hoisted it up or they <laughs> yeah, run think, some ramps like, up it? I think probably two, maybe three strong fellows could probably, I think, 
like the size of this, I bet the three of us could probably get that sucker up there. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it was it was a sight to see. For yeah, sure. that's actually awesome. <laughs> Love that move. I like to just think of the context. Like somebody was just like casually, oh, I have the opportunity to buy this. Well, my rig is back home, but I can't pass it up. Just strap it to the top of my <laughs> strap it to the top of my sedan here. Yeah, every once in a while you'll see like a I don't know, like a kayak on top of a sedan. Yeah. And that it doesn't have a roof rack, but they're making it work and you're just like, yeah, yeah they're kind of pushing it. <laughs> Never can't say I've ever seen someone toss a four wheeler. <laughs> just putting the old quad up on the roof. That is great. Yeah. That's yeah, hilarious. Great. All right. Now I yeah. feel like my my flicker is gonna be a little underwhelming here, but you guys will both be familiar with this incident. This is a classic see this sort of thing at a bar. Uh I got you might be a flicker if you make absolutely no attempt to fake wash your hands in a public restroom. Like you just <laughs> you, just walk out. Yeah. There. And you just like walk right out the door. I had that happen to us on um I think it was Saturday. Some guy came out of the the shitter and just walked right out the door. No. Yes. <laughs> Wow. Granted, there was only one urinal, so I'm hoping he was just in there. Like someone was at the urinal when he walked in, so he went to the old shitter and maybe just took a leak. But there's definitely a chance that guy took a dump and then just walked right out back into the bar. Yeah. <laughs> and I like how you say uh, no attempt to fake wash your hands either. Oh, yeah, because full disclosure, I'm I'm half flick. And I'm probably going water. Yeah, I might just, go like a drop run or it so. under the water. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be held up in there too long. Oh, no. Yeah, if I'm washing my hands for more than like five seconds, then something else something else is in play at that point. If I'm just taking a <laughs> leak, it's, you're not getting much out of me there. But you have to at least do that. You can't just walk out the door. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm on board with you there. Okay. So now I kind of want to finish. Matchel, did you catch... The uh, episode me and Zig ran last week. I assume you ended up listening. I did. I'm uh, I'm ready for part two of the sports trivia. Interested right. to see where this is heading. Yeah, you're all over it. So I kind of butchered the question a little bit, and I think I had already asked how many multiple Super Bowl MVP winners there were. And I gave, gave it to Zig. There was five QBs, and he started naming them. So the other three major sports... Same question. So we'll start NBA. How many NBA Finals MVPs have done it more than once? Mm. That's, um, that's probably. Give me, give me like seven on that one. That's a little aggressive, but I want seven. I'm going double digits. Ten. Okay, match was closer. Oh. It's 12. Wow. Multiple time winners. They're all obviously big names. We've got MJ, Magic Johnson, Shaq, Tim Duncan, LeBron, Kareem. Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> KD, Cowie Leonard, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. That's a good dead or alive. Have we done him? Hakeem? Yeah. I can I have no freaking idea. Put that in the queue. That's coming up <laughs> okay. for dead or alive. Uh, did I already say Larry Bird? And this guy I actually don't know. Willis Reed. Twelve of them. Twelve big ones. 
we and then we agreed there was five in football. So how about baseball? World Series MVP winners multiple times. Hmm. Um three. Um that's exactly what I was gonna go with. Give me two. <laughs> it is three. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Good guess in there. I thought someone might get one of these numbers right. And I think Well, what did we say? That. What did we say? Because last week we were talking who did it with different teams. What was that? Two or just one? It was Reggie Jackson. Okay. And he yeah, was the I only was... the only one to do it. Yeah. So the other two guys are Sandy Koufax, Bob Gibson. Sandy. All right. So lastly, Zig, do you remember what the NHL or the Stanley Cup MVP is called? He gets the trophy. Do you remember oh, the trophy? It's, yeah, it's like the. Well, I'm. T I have no idea, but it's something silly like the. Con. Conley or something. Smythe. Con Smythe. Not to be confused with Mike Conley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we have Smith or Smythe for the pronunciation on that. Probably Smythe. I'm both. Yeah, I think it's Smythe. All right, so how many big guys hockey have, guy here? Yeah, huge hockey guy, Matchwell. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> big hockey podcast. We all know a lot about hockey. Yeah. How many oh. guys we got doing that multiple times? Um, Six. Ooh. It's going to say, give me five on that one. The answer to this one, oh, you guys are close again. It's seven. <sighs> ooh. I'm going to go ahead and guarantee Wayne Gretzky's got to be on this thing. Yeah. It's going to say Wayne Gretzky, give me probably Sidney Crosby on there. Bobby Orr. Uh, definitely those first two guys. Mike Conley. Not seeing, definitely Mike Conley. Not seeing Bobby Orr, brother. Dang. Patrick Waugh. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he, he was a multiple teams guy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it looks like we got at least three for Gretzky. I know Sid's got, Sid's probably has two or something. So yeah, that's it, fellas. That was part two. I Just to follow, I want to do a follow up, and I was just kept on brainstorming of who I could possibly be thinking of with the last name Connolly. Oh but yes. I looked up Tim Connolly, who is a an American ice hockey player, not who I was thinking of though. What did we say? We said the Massachusetts senator. Yeah, yeah, that's Mike. Okay, Tim Connolly. That's who we were after. Well, still no. It's not who I was thinking of, but I just just a quick Google search reveals that Tim Connolly does happen to be a a hockey player, okay. a hockey player who spent eleven seasons in the NHL. <laughs> okay, journeyman. Yeah. Wow, Zig, you just um, might have segued really nicely into another one I have. If you guys want it, this one's pretty short, but I want to ask you guys: average, uh, average career length of the four major sports. So we'll do NFL first. Three seasons. Yeah, I was thinking pretty low, too. Uh, I'll go with four. All right, split the difference. Three and a half. <laughs> okay. <laughs> NBA? That's a tough one because those guys stick around a lot, but there's, like, it's the smallest roster of any of any sport, you know? Yeah. Uh, just give me, like... Six years on that one. I'm going with eight. 
All right, little little lofty on that on that one. Four point eight for NBA. NHL. Twelve. <laughs> Tim Connolly. <laughs> I definitely think this those guys stick around a lot longer, but I think it's probably around seven years, seven seasons. All right, is twelve a real guess? The answer is five point five. Eh, that was close. That, there's your clue that it wasn't even close, Metro. So we're at three and a half, four point eight, and five point five. And the last four is the MLB. How long are these guys sticking around for? I'm seeing a trend here. It's getting longer and longer. So give me seven. Um, or maybe that's just a coincidence. Right. I wonder if uh, this like counts. Like some people stay in the minor leagues for a long time and then get called up. I wonder if that time gets factored in or not. My guess would be no, Zig, but that's a really yeah. good, good piece uh, of input give me, there. Give me like six and a half years. All right. Uh, 5.6. Okay. So just, just past the NHL. <laughs> so the bottom line is these are all like between three and five and a half years or whatever. Three and a half and five and a half years. Uh, it's It's kind of, they're all shorter than you would think. But there's probably just too many scrubs coming in for like one or two years and then bouncing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. In case, in case you guys were wondering about the American ice hockey player Tim Connolly, he is in a few movies. He's, With Seabass? Um, I think this guy's a bigger actor than Seabass, brother. He's got the upcoming movie Gemini Man, I see. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you see the, the blockbuster one that he was in? No, actually. Oh wow! I just see it. Yeah, three hundred. I need to know. That's an all-time movie, Matro. I'm offended (laughs) that you haven't seen that. That's actually insane that you haven't seen three hundred. Yeah, I just haven't ever gotten around to it. It's kind of a same with uh, (laughs) Back to the Future. (laughs) Yeah, we were both we were right on it there. A little sidetracked there, but good good to keep up with Tim Connolly. We should we should do some more Tim Connolly talk going forward. Yeah, this guy for looks sure. interesting. See if we can get him on here. Yeah, why not? Any other sports trivia's, fellas? Oh, and before I move on to um, shout out to Volkov for the for the input on that sports trivia. That one was given to me. That last one. So I got people doing my homework for me, guys. Wow, <laughs> must be nice. But you could just not do any homework. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> Must be nice coming from Matro. All right. Any other sports trivias? Uh, I had a sports trivia for you guys. I don't know. Maybe maybe you brought this up at one point, Snake. But did we talk about the world record mile run backwards? Oh, I do not think so. Matro, does that ring a bell to you? No. All right. Let's run with it then. Pun intended. <laughs> So for, you know, for some reference, I believe the, you know, conventional style of running, running forward, the world record is something like 346 or something, something crazy yeah. like that. Not, not two minutes like Donny Boy says, but two minutes. Yeah. I definitely had three forties in my head. Um, so if someone's doing that backwards, I personally think it can't be more than five minutes. I think some jackass probably specializes in this sort of thing. 
you're saying like above five minutes or under five minutes? I think it's going to be under five minutes. Okay. Because there's probably a couple of these dickheads <laughs> and they're probably pushing each other. But it can't be much less than that. I want 451. 451. Match roll? What do you, any, uh, uh... yeah, I don't, I don't really have any logic behind this. I could see it being something ridiculous. That's got to be too fast, man. Cause <laughs> <laughs> like when I was in like ninth grade, that'd be me running full speed next to this person going backwards. <laughs> Move me up to 551. Oh, I was going to say something like that. Um, I'm going to say they didn't break six minutes. Give me like six, 12. All right. Smart move, snake hunt, bumping it up. It's 554.25 seconds. That's still ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Let me see. I had it up here somewhere. He's he's a USA guy for sure. Um, He's going, so he's going 90 second laps, less than that. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh my God. But like I said, I'm guaranteeing you there's more than one of these guys. You said that guy's yeah. a U.S. guy, Zig? Yep. Yeah, I bet this is like some hipster competitive thing, and then they all go drink beer afterwards or something. But those guys <laughs> those guys push each other, guaranteed. Yeah, for sure. You think he's going piss jugs? No need. <laughs> no. Just just Red Bull. <laughs> just Yeah, just, just Red Bull. All right. Any other sports? Les Matchell's got one queued up. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to come as a shocker, but I do not have any. All right. All right, moving on. Geos? I got two pretty short geos for you guys. All right. I'm lacking the geos. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna start faking you guys out and just say I don't have anything, but I'm just going to be racking up a week's worth of material, and then one of these <laughs> days I'm going to go along. Like a, it all. We're going to have like a five-hour-long episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just the macho trivia. Does not, just not stop talking. <laughs> All right, here's here's my geopolitical trivia for you guys. It's actually pretty political. When was the White House constructed? Which I'll you, time? I'll tell you what, when did the when did they lay the first cornerstone of the White House? When did it uh, start being constructed? The original? Uh yes. Okay. It's a little little history nugget for you guys. Cuz didn't that that place burnt down? Pretty sure. I yeah, I think it, you're right. I don't know if it burned down, but something happened to it. And I'm, I'm guessing you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first cornerstone for the White House. Matro, why don't you lead us off here, and then I'll do first, something similar to yours. First few presidents weren't in the White House. So I just don't know how many. Um, I'm gonna say it was like 1840. Okay. Um, I was, I was gonna say a little bit earlier than that um but give me 1835 all right you guys uh i'm not saying i would have guessed any better but i thought you would be a little closer uh it's later isn't it no it's earlier it started 1792 oh my gosh before if i wasn't gonna have any input from matro i was gonna say 1800 (laughs) Yeah, and 1800 would be the exact year that John Adams became the first president to take residence in the building. Come on. Trust yourself, Ziggy. Do we want to make fun of them for 
I guess taking eight years to get this sucker done. <laughs> yeah, let's let's start ripping them to pieces. Because we had trouble with that with the other place too. The what was that? The parish church? Oh yeah. <laughs> Took them like a century to build that. <laughs> yeah. Freaking lazy people. There's no work ethic, I guess, back <laughs> back in eighteen hundred. Yeah. Second geopolitical trivia. How much do you guys think, and this really isn't geographical or political, not sure where this one would fall. How much do you think the largest diamond ever found weighs? I think it's less than, it's got to be less than a pound. Give me, give me a half of a pound. It's got to be massive. <laughs> I'm going big here, fellas. Five pounds. <laughs> Okay. I hope that you're right, man. I want to put myself into the mix too. I was, I think I was higher than Matra. I wanted to say eight pounds. So the answer to this question is definitely closer to Zig's guess. Um, this thing weighed 626 grams. This is the Cullinan diamond, I believe is the pronunciation, found in South Africa. 626 grams converts to 1.4 pounds. Damn. But uh, I had no idea that these things are that light. Okay. There's a picture of a guy right next to it. Oh, It's like the size of his fist. It's not very big at all, huh? Oh, my gosh. And they cut it up. They didn't preserve that sucker? I guess not. I'm just looking through the wiki, wiki here. You see a dollar amount on this thing? Uh, I'm sure you could find one here, but it said that they cut it up. And, well, it just said there's a picture and it says nine largest stones split from the rough colon and diamond. Damn. I've got, I think this is the answer. I've got 51 million. That's nuts. Let me go find one of those. <laughs> yeah, just head down to South Africa and start digging. Have, <laughs> haven't you ever seen Blood Diamond, dude? Can't be that hard. <laughs> haven't seen it. So, yeah, I'm assuming. All right, that's it for Geos. Perfect. What else do we have lined up? Well, I need to run that Dead or Alive by you now. Oh, yeah. Who was it? Hakeem. Hakeem Olajuwon. Yep. I've got it pulled up. What do you guys think? I haven't heard too much about that guy. I'm just guessing that he's a low-key guy. He stays out of the media, and he's still kicking. Yeah, I'm going to say he's alive. All right, good guesses, fellas. He is alive. And he's only 56. Okay, I didn't think that he was crazy old. No, but he But is... you never know. I think somebody brought it up at one point on this podcast. Those, those tall guys, you just don't know. Yeah, exactly. Zig, uh, seven foot even for this guy. So glad to see he's still kicking. I think we've been cold on the dead or lives. We should probably fire those up next week. Yeah, I get to the point where I'm in this funk where I will think of one and I'll be like, I cannot remember if we did that or not. <laughs> yeah, that does happen to me a lot too. We need to start like a spreadsheet. Yeah, there's just so many like B-list athletes that I'm like, <laughs> I think we did that guy. I'm not sure. We'll have to, we'll just have the intern run back through all the episodes and catalog yeah. everyone we've done. Yeah. Summer intern Randy. Summer intern Randy. That kid hasn't done shit. All right. You're getting an F. Um, 
have you'll have that. It's kind of lame. Oh, the, the only one that I have that I probably want to do is fake quotes, and then obviously the last two. Does anyone have anything other than that? Um, I could talk brews if you guys wanted to. I don't actually have one that I tried. I just have one that I'm looking forward to. Hit us with the quotes. We can table brews for next week if you guys want to, because then I'll actually have tasted this one. All right, let's do it. But you want to just tell us the name of it, Zig? Yeah, I looked it up. You've you and Mitch have tried it. It's Heady Topper. Oh, I got it. I got a can of it. Did you order it on that uh, app? No. Um, so that brewery's in Vermont. Yeah. And I hear that it's like they just refuse to scale up their operation and they don't distribute very far. But my parents are up there for like a wedding or something. And I told them to hit up the brewery and they snagged some of it for me. Yeah, that's a good move, buddy. It's supposed to be like the greatest IPA yeah. you make or something. It's uh, un- untapped. It's not listed as a New England, but everything that I've read says that that is the original New England IPA. Yeah, I'd buy that because I remember it being really light colored and juicy. Uh, I had the same thing. I think Pops was up that way. I didn't even ask for it. He just happened to know about it, so he brought back a bunch of it. They they limit how much you can get. Like my mom, they were at the brewery today. And my mom sent me the sign. It said like, pick what you want, and it said heady topper limit of two four packs per person. It's kind of genius. Yeah, in a weird way because it does. Yeah. Like we're having this conversation about it now because it is kind of yeah. rare. Yeah, I probably went like four or five on that sucker or something. I remember yeah. it being really good. Global on uh head on untapped it's globally checked in at a four point five eight, which is probably like the, one of the top like non special brews, like not a limited edition. Yeah, I love those beers on there that are like this thing's been aged in a barrel of fucking <laughs> bat shit for <laughs> two hundred years. And I think people yeah. just by default. We, made, we are made two bottles of it. Yeah. I'm convinced some of that stuff can't taste that good. And people just by default are like, oh my God. Like, how did I get my hands on this? It, this $400 bottle of beer has to be a 5.0. Number, the number two is a Goose Island Proprietors Bourbon Country brand stout it, from too, 2014. Too many words. Too many words there. <laughs> so. Definitely, we'll be looking for an update on that sucker, Zig. Yeah, yeah. I want a full in-depth review on that thing. You'll get it. <laughs> so the fake quotes I did want to give you guys, I got to pull these up again. These I put these down a long time ago, probably like a month and a half ago. I remember them being outrageous. Now that I'm reading them, they're pretty outrageous. So it's a little bit of uh, explicit content here. So if there's children in the room, I would I would turn this down. for a a short time. Quote number one, never trust a Jew, Nikola Tesla. (laughs) Quote number two, I am strongly in favor of using poison gas against uncivilized tribes, Herbert Hoover. (laughs) Quote number three, I hate Indians. They are beastly people with a beastly religion. Winston Churchill. So I'll run back through real quick. We got Nik- Nikola <laughs> Tesla with Never Trust a Jew. Herbert Hoover with I'm Strongly in Favor of Using Poison Gas Against Uncivilized Tribes. 
and we got Winston Churchill with I hate Indians. They are beastly people with a beastly religion. Which one of those quotes is fake? Oh, you're switching it up on us. There are two two real quotes. Um and one fake. Yeah, yeah. That's what it always is, isn't it? I do it the other way around. I could do two fakes and one real. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I did all I did it such that the two of these are... No, that's even better because we have two real quotes that are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So there's two real quotes there and then there's one fake okay. one. Yeah, I sorry. Know I probably did I that have backwards. my fake one. I have my fake one. What's your guess, Sig? Uh, I don't think Herbert Hoover was talking crap about poison gas. <laughs> I'm... I'm going the other with... two, I could somehow see that happening. I know Churchill boozed a little bit. <laughs> I'm going with the Tesla quote is the fake. Never trust a Jew? Yeah. Okay, Zig is correct. Uh, Herbert Hoover <laughs> did not say, I'm strongly in favor of using poison gas against uncivilized tribes. That one goes to the booze hound Churchill as well. So he's, <laughs> he, he actually had two of these. I was I was gonna say that guy he could booze. I'm sure he could say he's probably said a few things that he regretted the next day. I want dead or alive. What year did that guy go down? What do you guys think? I'm gonna say like I could not. I'm gonna say like 1940. <laughs> Give me 66. I have yeah, no I think, idea. Wasn't he still in power during World War II? Or no? Perhaps. Or was that World War One? You're asking the wrong guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say you went down. We're and... really exposing our ignorance here. Yeah. Give me 1950. All right, 65. I think Zig was closest. Ooh. Yeah, so it must have been World War Two. Yep, still asking yeah. the wrong guy. So Nikola Tesla, he got into a couple arguments with a couple guys, I'm pretty sure, so... Um, I bet one of them was Jewish. Yeah, that one took me by surprise. I would not have guessed that. But again, like this guy, Tesla died in 1943, was born in 1856, probably had some some out there, um, what do you want to call them, ideals. Well, you know that he like invented the radio but never got credit for it? So he was just pissed about that the whole time? Yeah, yeah. Is that true? I think I think like retroactively, like to throw a good vocab word in there, posthumously he was credited with inventing the radio. Oh, okay. Or discovering radio waves or something like that. Um but like he pretty much did it. Some guy stole his patents or something. I think it was Edison. <laughs> I don't know. Let's run with that. Put that I know that there. he and Edison didn't really get along. <laughs> Definitely Edison stole the patents for Tesla's work. And also, little known fact, Edison was a Jew. So <laughs> all makes sense. Yep. That was a good one, Snake. I liked that. Yeah. I like that. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I guess we haven't played that game in so long. I just uh, did it backwards. You could go either way. It works either way. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I like that. So that's uh, that wraps up all the uh, most of the seggies. We just have the last two. So I know Mattrell's, Mattrell says he has a trifecta for us. What do you got, Mattrell? All right, so I'm going to hit you guys with the dumbest thing I 
did dumbest thing I said and dumbest thing I saw. Um, I'll start with the dumbest thing I saw driving home today. Uh, this guy was, was wheeling a motorcycle, um, no protective gear, no helmet, anything like that. Um, he's just like cruising along. We're on the highway, not like a, like a big highway, but still highway. And, uh, he's just kind of cruising along. All of a sudden he just, uh, busts out a wheelie <laughs> cruising down the highway and then just takes off at probably 85 miles an hour. <laughs> well, there you go. I, so I swear to God, the dumbest thing I saw this week, I, mine wasn't that extreme, but I had written down, I saw a guy on the interstate wearing a t-shirt on his motorcycle. I had the same thing. <laughs> yeah. This guy was going t-shirt backwards hat. <laughs> That's so, just perfect. yeah, just brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that was the that was the dumbest thing I saw. Nobody's ever gotten injured on one of those things, have they? Not if they, as long as you have a shirt on, it'll protect <laughs> yeah. you from that road rash. It's oh, so that that's the sleeveless. Key is, the key is just to <laughs> yeah, you can go sleeveless. You just want to make sure you're not going no shirt, Zig. That's really the yeah. only yeah. the only caveat there. All right, that's good. Yeah, you got two more for us, man. I, I have two more. Yeah, so I'll give you the dumbest thing I did. Uh, was at a wedding last weekend, so a little bit of a technicality here, but um, and they had some koozies as wedding favors, and I took a couple, uh, put one in my suit jacket pocket. It was on the back of my chair, and uh, was using one all night. Went back to the chair at one point, just double check to make sure the koozie was still in the pocket. Didn't think it was there. So I grabbed another one, put it in my jacket pocket as well. And then I looked down on the floor and there was a koozie sitting there. And I was like, what in the world? I swear I just put that in my pocket. So pick it up, go to put it in my pocket again. Same thing ends up on the floor again. Yeah, I thought that might happen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a few brews in you here. I, I had a couple, couple sodas. And uh, so then I finally figured out that instead of putting them in my suit jacket pocket, I was putting it in my sleeve, and it was just sliding down the sleeve over the okay. floor. <laughs> so when I when I checked the actual pocket, the original koozie was in there. There you go. <laughs> just put it in the old sleeve. Yeah, hate when that happens. <laughs> and then uh, to finish off the trifecta, dumbest thing I said this week. <laughs> Probably one of the douchier things I've ever said. Uh, keep in mind, I I was joking, but uh, I know just where this is around. going, and I, it was kind of a joke, but a little, <laughs> little hint of seriousness in there. So I'm just walking around yesterday at the lake. I was really fired up to play some beer pong, so I walked uh, walked down the porch and just busted out, uh, "Who's trying to get wrecked in beer pong?" <laughs> and let me paint a better picture for you. He was going. Fresh out of the water, uh, no shirt, so just trunks, backwards flat brim hat, and he was holding a beer, and he walked up and said, who's trying to get wrecked in Pong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bro. I also had that written down for the douchiest thing I heard this week, Natural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bad one. Excellent. Snake, you have some... Yeah, Matchel just anything kinda, else other than what yeah. you and what's been <laughs> said already. I'm glad he did, but he he did uh, hijack some of my material there. But I'm glad he just came out and owned it. I guess the only other dumbest thing I heard this week, what I have noted down is, we were at a happy hour on, or sorry, we were at a bar on Friday night, 
and I overheard one kid who was partaking in the consumer side of things, but claiming he was a bartender, like off duty. And he was telling us that at Friday at 11 p.m. or something, whenever we were in there, he was claiming it was happy hour and everything in there was half off. I didn't even look into it. Uh, I'm just going to say that's the dumbest thing I heard, and that could not have been true. I don't think there's any bar in the world that has a happy hour from 10 to midnight on a Friday night. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> just peak consumers. <laughs> you know what? We need we need to get more people in here between nine and midnight. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our that's our downtime. Nine and midnight. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe not doing enough homework there, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say that was a dumb thing to say. I don't believe them. Dumbest thing I did this week. I don't know, Matra, we could probably pick from a few. How about just playing that Jack Black song, Saxman, like eight times because we thought it was so funny. That's probably the smartest thing we did. The smartest thing we did this week? Yeah. Zig, you know how we always end up just like somehow stumbling into like an old classic song and then just beating the living living shit out of it. Yeah. (laughs) So we ran Saxman pretty hard. Saxman, yeah, that's... You I don't know. know I, probably, I I definitely saw that one coming. Yeah, uh, Lonely Island pretty hard in general this weekend. I should get yeah, a little it was taste a, of the sax, yeah. man. As it queued up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a sax man from the state of Tennessee. First set in with the band at the ripe old age of three weeks old. Yeah. Um, do yourself a favor if you haven't listened to the sax band before. It's an oldie, but a goodie. <laughs> Definitely forgot about that one. Yep, lost some brain cells listening to that thing. But <laughs> I think Maxwell and I are going to try and dig back through and come up with some literal lyrics in there. Just haven't got around <laughs> to it yet. So that's all I got. It's good. What do you got, Ziggy? Anything dumb on your end? Yeah, I got some dumb stuff here. Um, dumbest thing I did... Uh, working on my rig yesterday, like a responsible adult, I was, uh, been milking this headlight that's been out for about two months. So decided to get up there and change it. And, you know, I'm, I'm not for just taking it to a garage. I wanted to do it on my own. seems pretty straightforward. Well, being a gearhead like you are, that does make sense. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) Of course, it was this one that is in like the worst possible position. Like you just can't quite reach it, and it's covered by this cap. So you know, finally, I get like some sort of grip on this cap to unscrew it and get into like the casing that has the light itself, and drop that freaking cap uh, somewhere, somewhere into the engine. Oh, there you go. Probably, probably near the crank, crank wheelers. Oh. Um. Jammed between the crank wheelers and then and the, the piston shafts. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, same thing. So you know yeah. it's so you know it's that's not an easy spot to get to. And uh shortly thereafter, you know, tried to get some gear and fish it out, and then it just started pouring on me. And now that's still where it is. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that or not, but I'm giving you a little bit of rig boys in the background. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can barely hear it. Wait, so did you just say you never, you never um, got the cap out, Ziggy? Just running it? 
Yeah, it's still stuck in there somewhere. I don't know. It could be could have like fallen off while I like I don't know. Who knows? Could be wedged in there somewhere. Could have fallen off while I went for a drive today. I don't know. Still don't have a functioning headlight. And I learned last night that I have a rear brake light that is out. Oh, nice. So, so things are looking good for my rig. Yeah. Double down on the burned out bulbs. Yeah. You'll have that. Yeah, that'll happen. Uh, proudest moment of my life was me and Donny Boy were changing one one time in his rig. And, of course, we get in there and we find out that you have to, like, get the battery out to get to the head like the headlamp and uh we did it and put it back in there i think mostly <laughs> correct and then when we got done like my hands were filthy <laughs> felt pretty damn good yeah feels pretty good yeah got i didn't, hands even, dirty, wash. Yeah, I didn't even wash them i just went straight to the local watering hole and just ordered a budweiser <laughs> freaking gearhead this kid i'll tell you what all right, so yeah, that was the dumbest, probably dumbest thing I did this week. Uh, do you have the this little snippet of the commercial queued up? Oh, I can pull that up. Yeah. So after I'm, I can't sit on it anymore. It's the Ray J's Raycon earbuds or whatever. Still not able to find the full commercial, but I was able to find a 15 second clip, which Snip gives you it. a little. It's yeah, a little beast mode for you. Little, little taste, and uh, yeah, Snake will pull that up for us now. Raycon E50 eardrums. These are the best eardrums ever. They fit the best, they sound the best, and they look the best. Get yours right now. What do you think? <laughs> it's kind of hard to deny that, right? They're the yeah. best ever. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't know if, uh, Matro, if you were able to hear it at the beginning there, but he does preface it with... Uh, that he's cruising on Rodeo Drive. Yeah. So that's an important part to all of this. Ray J, right now I'm on Rodeo Drive and I'm jamming up to my <laughs> So what is Rodeo Drive? Just the Hollywood town or Hollywood Road? It's it's like where the, uh, I'm pretty sure it's where all the expensive shops are. Oh, no. On, uh, in Hollywood. Uh-oh. Like you can go spend spend a pretty penny at some, like the Louis store or something there. You know what's funny about this guy is when I saw, like, his face again, I actually got him confused with the the fire Festival guy. What was that guy's name? Ja Rule? Ja Rule. These are, like, the same guys to me. This, this <laughs> Ray J is about to lose, like, $10 million of his own capital here trying to run this half-ass earbud company. Yeah, so and I'm jamming out to my favorite music on my Raycon E50 eardrums. These are the best eardrums ever. They fit the best, they sound the best, and they look the best. Get yours right now. I think it's really the context of the commercial that's going to move those units, Ziggy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was, uh, it's also key that he calls them eardrums. <laughs> yeah. Because everybody already has eardrums, man. Like they're built into you, but but I guess he's trying to sell us a new pair of eardrums. No, I th yeah, I think it's it's probably the case that he meant to say earbuds and he got it wrong and then he just ran with it. <laughs> just ran, yeah. He already like had the patents and shit. Yeah, he already fired up the website and he's like, uh oh, we're just gonna roll with eardrums at this point. Yeah. Well, so anyways, I just 
if if the audio itself isn't enough, I'd encourage anybody, any of the garbage heads to to find this snippet and watch it because or if you're lucky enough to actually see it on TV, because essentially what it is, is at one point he might be cruising in a car, supposedly supposedly on Rodeo Drive, a Lambo. Yeah. Um, he's talking about how good they look. Um, and then at one point, this isn't in the the snippet but he does say something about i'm chilling i'm vibing and i feel good that's what it's all about baby <laughs> you throw the raycons in you're chilling you're vibing and you feel good 30 yeah, foot some, some, something like that 30 foot bluetooth range too just just there throwing you that out there <laughs> so he's essentially just uh just marketing these off of like his own kind of good time. He's fortunate enough to be cruising down Rodeo. <laughs> He's also vibing and they look good. So good selling point. If you haven't already, buy some stock in this company. Yeah. And buy yourself some of these tip. earbuds. Yeah. And start vibing. Just start vibing. What do you guys think? I think Apple's just probably shaking in their boots right now. <laughs> You know, hilarious thing in my extensive research trying to find the actual I like type in various things to try to bring this up and it says are these the earbuds that will kill the AirPods? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't even bother to watch it because I was just like, I don't think so, buddy. Yeah, I think we can go ahead and answer that question. <laughs> they won't. All right, but I do I do love the Raycons. I'm all in on the Raycons, Ziggy. I'm buying yeah. stock, I'm buying Ear eardrums, I'm in. Natural, are you in? I think I'm gonna pass on this billion dollar business opportunity, fellas. Okay. Gonna turn into More some sort us. of pyramid scheme. More for us. Yeah, that's a. This thing does have just pyramid scheme feel for it, <laughs> big time. I don't know. I'm looking at them starting at seventy nine bucks. Affordable. Seventy nine bucks for the best earbuds ever. And they look good. And you're yeah. vibing. Not buying it, fellas. Uh, he's not vibing. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, where does that take us, NG? NG's saying we need to wrap this up. That's garbage. So who's got some garbage to get off their chest? Oh, go ahead, Metro. I think um, we're garbage for failure to plan ahead of time so that Zig could join us and do some bobbing. So I think we need to uh, plan plan another bobbing weekend when uh when zig can join us yeah definitely isn't like labor day a thing or something it yeah, is brother like labor day might turn into a bobbin thing that wouldn't be too bad yeah but yeah uh, let's look let's start looking into that jerry's place larry's place larry's place we should be larry's place again um whatever we do let's wait until it's like a week before and then like no one will have tried to book their trips yet so <laughs> There'll definitely be some homes open again. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Ziggy, garbage? Yeah, I've got some garbage. I I might be revisiting. I know for a fact that we've at least talked, Matchel's talked about this, that he's pro-automatic um, sink and soap dispenser. Is that true, Matchel? That is true. Okay. I want to say that all of those things have always been currently are and always will be garbage <laughs> they they do tend to those things 
I cannot like I walk into a bathroom and see that stuff and like it makes me just want to it makes me want to be a flicker and not even attempt to just fake it. Walk right on by. I was telling Snake you weren't you weren't in for this last episode but I was at that conference uh last week in Nashville and um really amazing like amazing structure uh beautiful place uh awesome hotel in the middle of downtown walk into the bathrooms it's like nicer than I could ever hope my house to be and then I walk up to the sink try to get that water running I'm like <laughs> waving at it it starts I get some I start waving at the soap dispenser it's refusing to give me more than like more than like a a drop of what doesn't even seem to be soap um and the in the meantime the uh one second spurt that you get for water has stopped so now I have to get that attempt that to get going again and it's just never working out and that's how that has been my experience with every single automatic soap dispenser and faucet and i don't ever expect it to change <laughs> i have a couple of thoughts here so for the most part i'm gonna say i am pro touchless shit as long as it's working um the one thing i will concede is that as far as the faucet goes probably 20 to 30% of the faucets aren't going to work in any bathroom ever. I guess that's just the way it is. You know, if there's 10 sinks there, two of them aren't going to work. And it does seem like a high likelihood that you end up walking to the two or three that don't work. So I'll give you that. It's always like you can get the second one to dispense water, but the first one just never. And then my second thought is the paper towel dispenser um, almost equally as frustrating. Almost equally as frustrating. There's this one particular brand of paper towel dispenser. Like I can picture it in my head right now. And when I see it, I know I'm going to look at it and it's going to say, do not touch. You know, like put your hand here. No need to touch. Nothing ever happens unless I just tap the front of it. <laughs> Every time. It's like, I don't know. They must have sold a lot of these things because I've seen it all over the place. If I see it, I walk up and I pretty much just like smack the front of it where the sensor is and then the paper towel comes out every time. But it literally says on it, don't touch. I have an idea. We, we, you see this in every operating room or outside every operating room in the country. Something like a, something that you press with your knee or a foot switch for the water. You could also run that with the soap. I mean, we have like 1950s technology at the hospital and it and it uses that and it works better than these freaking sinks at the most extravagant hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> you know what else uses that is the old uh, porta potties outside, like a football. Yeah. Game. Hey, those work better than the automatic. Yeah, you're not wrong. Dispensers. They do work. Yeah. <laughs> I actually do like the sounds of that. <laughs> Glad I got that one off my chest. So I can finish up with my garbage. Um, kind of similar to what Zig just said, uh, applies to hotels for the most part, but not exclusive to hotels. Elevator door, closed door buttons, never do anything. You're, you're standing in the elevator, you pick your floor and you're ready just to start moving. 
you can press that closed door button like a hundred times and it, the door does not respond to it. I swear. Yeah, it's on its own schedule. It really is. I don't you know why intervene. they put the button in there because it's not going to do anything. I deal with that on, on the daily. Would you agree with that sentiment? Is that Has that been your experience as there, well? There are times when I feel like it did do something, but I also feel like it's just the elevator itself malfunctioning. Like it... <laughs> Like it may have started closing right before I pressed that button and it was just malfunctioning. Yes. It wanted to wait five seconds to do nothing, but it malfunctioned <laughs> yeah. and closed at the same time. You're right. Yeah. It does do that like one out of every hundred. But yeah, that's garbage. I I experienced that on the daily. Okay. Glad to hear it's not just me. Yeah, I think I I agree with that too. Garbage. Garbage. All right, fellas. Uh-huh. The big thing. Almost getting close to a, a full year down here. Yeah, I was just telling Matchell that um, this weekend. I feel like he didn't really believe me. We're closing in. We're like eight months yeah. into this or something. Yeah, we are. We're getting closer than I thought. Yeah, we'll we're gonna have to plan something big for the for the one year. Yeah, should we actually do an in person podcast again? Pretty much. Oh, for Matchell and I decided oh for two on in person podcasts. We probably could have knocked this out at some point this weekend when Matchell and I were together and got you on the, on the horn zig, but never got around to it. And then Preakness weekend as well, when we were all in the same place. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think I'm thinking the, because we've missed a few weekends here and there, right? Our very first episode, as I recall, was around like November 5th, November 4th or something. Yeah, it'll, something like put that. Us, right put us at like Thanksgiving time to do like our 52nd episode. Okay, yeah, he's on to something there. Start planning yeah. now. Mark your calendars, boys. We'll probably wait until a week before. Yeah. All right, but that is episode 30. Thanks to all the garbage heads for tuning in again. Hotline Matchel. Oh, man. Test me a little bit. Oh, he's hung over. He doesn't have it. <laughs> 424-235-4205. All right. And that's underscore garbage for the social media. Hope everyone had a good 4th of July. Hope everyone had some solid time off work, except you, Zig. And looking forward to getting back to the grind on Monday. Right, Matchel? Just thrilled, fellas. All right, fellas. So I'll talk to you next week. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Sounds good. Fresh kid C, fresh kid C, yes sir. Fresh kid P, fresh kid T. Oh yeah, we back. Oh, and Zaphone, by the way. Yeah, Jones. <laughs> yeah. That's garbage. Chitty bang, and we pretty much amazing. Can we hear your new song, please? I got you. <laughs> hey yo, I once was a kid, all I had Cheers, was a dream. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy. We got a red on here as well. We're pulling super colds all day. Yeah. Yeah. Kel? Because I think America is the land of second chances. Except for when it comes to this dude, Mr. Jabba the Hutt, you fat, slovenly, no good, lazy, no, come bum on. of a quarterback. That's a little strong. And listen.